Hello and welcome to Swiftly Spoken, a fan-made Taylor Swift podcast in which we break down her lyrics, deep dive into full album retrospectives, and theorize about what may be coming next. As always, we are your hosts Cameron and Lisa, and in this episode we're going to be delving into our theories about Taylor Swift Taylor's version and the potential of the debut vault. So we've previously made videos of each and every Taylor's version and vault, either analyzing it in the case of Fearless and Red, discussing like the changes and adaptations, or investigating the potential songs that could appear. For this, we did it for Speak Now, 1989 and Reputation. And obviously we are missing one, which is Debut, hence the reason for this episode. So Debut is very interesting, um, but also very overwhelming to think about due to the just endless, endless, endless vast amount of unreleased songs from Taylor's early career that have leaked over the years and could all technically be contenders for the debut vault. So in this episode, we're going to discuss the potential release, promotion and aesthetic, and also discuss some of the confirmed content as well as potential vault tracks, and obviously our hopes for the collaborations for the vault. So I guess the first thing that we can discuss is how slash when slash in what order we think debut Taylor's version could come out because if we do a little recap of everything that we've said previously you know as we discussed speak now Taylor's version 1989 Taylor's version and as you said reputation Taylor's version we've always placed reputation and debut at the end but we never knew which one could go where Uh, obviously Mm. right now presently a lot of people believe that reputation taylor's version is next which would leave debut at the end we have discussed this before that it is quite like poetic in a way to end it or end the re-recordings where she started and i do think both of them to be honest have their uh, their good side and their bad side to being the last re-recording yeah. how do you feel about that would you like is there any specific order you would like them to be in are you not bothered by I'm, it I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm kind of feeling I, I do think the reputation is next I think right. that, especially when you look at when you look at kind of easter eggs and stuff yeah. that Taylor has left recently and obviously the most recent is Karma yes in that music video there is lots of reputation elements and kind of slightly hinting towards with that kind of hell scene where she literally looks like the cover and obviously at the end with the um what's it nail polish on her thumbs mm-hmm. with uh the 99 blue and obviously then the reputation red and the reputation uh, black sorry and yeah th- that for me is the most obvious hint debut hasn't really had any hints no as of yet and all of the taylor's versions there's something that is hinted bar fearless probably um, as the only one that hasn't really had any kind of big teasing and such but there's always been something that's kind of hinted towards it or you know yeah like a signal towards what was next exactly Mm. yeah so i feel like it would be quite rogue to then pull debut out but i'd be i would love like I, i really want to have debut like you know as anyone that's listened for a while, we are not debut haters. We're quite no the opposite. Way. I love debut. Yeah. Um, I think debut is a really, really strong album. Um, so I would, I wouldn't really mind. I, I think it would be, I think it would be really good. It would be nice to have it at the end as a bit of a round off moment. But I'm not too sure. Maybe if like casual fans or maybe newer listeners that maybe aren't aware of debut or purposely choose to avoid it or don't like it, you know, whatever the, their reasoning is, I'm not sure if maybe it would captivate them in the way that you know, ninety to nine and mm. reputation and stuff like that. That would but then it also might intrigue people it just depends I, I, I would I'm not too sure how it's going to play but as of right now I do feel like reputation is probably next how, how are you feeling about the kind of 
release order. Yeah, I agree with you with like the teasing for each one and debut does seem to be that it's going to be the last one at whatever point that may come. It is interesting. And I do think just the way that she's ordered them is interesting in and of itself. Like what we started with mm. Fearless and not with Debut, which was interesting. Yeah. When we were back then, like, why would she have skipped Debut? Why did we get Fearless next? But it made sense because we needed that nostalgia pull and we needed a big mm. album to get people on board with this project. And as it has gone along, exactly. Taylor's versions have changed immensely since we got Fearless. Mm. Now we have like full on photo shoots, full on like promotional activities. Yeah, yeah, music videos, like really big Short things. Short films. Yeah. Um, vault, like the Vault Tracks for 1989, how they were kind of like made to be a whole challenge for the whole world in comparison yeah. to what happened with Fearless. Like ev- each and everyone has brought something new to the table. And for the case of debut, I think that in a way, all of those previous releases will have people basically very, very much involved in the world of Taylor's versions by that point. I do think Taylor is very, very good at spinning a narrative and a story. And if she wants to leave it till last, I think she could make it extremely poetic. I know this is a bit strange to kind of project that far into the future, but if we think about it, if if she is going to do two next year, which we don't know, for all we know, this is what we said before Bloody Midnights came out. And we was like, if she's going to do two next year, yeah, exactly. you might get a whole new album. Here we are saying it again. <laughs> and who knows? And we don't want anything. She might have a year off for all we know of, of releasing content. Who knows? Yeah, and rightly so. Exactly. But I always like would think that debut at the end of the era's tour would make it very very poetic as well i don't know Mm. i i don't know i think she can make it a very very kind of like nostalgic and emotional moment connecting her with her stories right back from the start right to right now you know i am very intrigued at the potential of debut because a lot of people like you said many newer fans don't go back that far into a catalog so i think a lot of people Mm. could take this chance to discover it or rediscover it if you're a fan and not too much of a fan of country music honestly debut is such a solid album considering the age of it as well exactly yeah i think i think that yeah sometimes it's underestimated and you know i think sometimes even we have been bad i think even we maybe slightly underestimated the pull that speak now would have like the speak now taylor's version release was massive it was was huge and it was like you know and it it gave speak now like such a life and i think weirdly there the taylor's version is almost rewriting some of the kind of maybe criticisms towards albums or fans' opinions towards stuff, or maybe, you know, the album being slightly underrated. Um, it's Speak Now is the total opposite now, I think. You know, there's an immense amount of love for Speak Now. Um, I think it's underrated well. by Taylor. Yeah, um, yeah that's on It's lacking yeah. in terms of, yeah, set list. But other than that, I think, so you never know, people with more mature vocals, Taylor might potentially maybe make it a bit more, maybe might remove some of the, not remove, but maybe turn down some of the more country elements like her accent and things like that mm. that does make it maybe more widely appealing so oh, no. we'll see we'll, we'll see how it kind of goes yeah but definitely it has a lot of potential i think that is the big thing to take away mm. from this and honestly 100%. to anyone listening who maybe hasn't heard debut or hasn't you know as a newer fan maybe hasn't explored it honestly we do recommend it it is a, it, obviously she has a little like teenaged voice but that is part yes. of it isn't it it's part of the journey yes and... exactly i think the thing that i always think is like me at 13 to 16 could have never written anything oh, like this no. like this is really really there impressive really impressive and it's songs, like yeah oh yeah this the lyricism's impressive like it's it's so good and like 
obviously the stuff that she writes when she's 33 is going to be way better than the stuff that she writes at 16 you know what i mean it's like anything in life like if if you haven't improved since the age of 16 then well, what on earth you know what i mean something you're doing so every like, day for like 15 yeah, years yeah it, it makes sense exactly so so it's like obviously the song it's not going to be to the level of now but as a country album and as an album released by a literal child mm. it is very impressive so yeah i think debut shouldn't be underestimated i think also obviously as you mentioned with taylor's version what what do you think in terms of photo shoot how are you feeling like it could kind of because oh. it seems like with certain ones she she almost rewrites the photo shoots a bit say with like 90 to 9 i think red as well is kind of a case of changing up the photo shoots that's true bit. yeah i guess so and then like fearless and speak now are more akin to the original in line versions yeah. that's a very interesting one but i do hope we get a little red slash 1989 moment i know i mean in a way it could line up because yeah, reputation is more of a shall we say studio kind of photo studio, shoot yeah. and then let's mm. let's go out into a, a field with a little lake again for debut i yeah. love that yeah oh, i really want her go, to she do should that. go yeah you know in folklore i think i believe that it's um blake lively and ryan reynolds residence yeah yeah or pond or something yes but where she also filmed all too well like go there taylor just go back to the folklore yeah, and the little pictures in the woods and in, <laughs> Curl your hair. in the lake like yeah. you know curl your hair a bit tilt it to the side you'll be perfect so um fingers crossed that I, I i really love that the taylor's version now have like their own proper full-blown photo shoot and i think that that'll be the case for all of them coming up because you know they, there's a reason that you know the financial gain that they get from it oh yeah it's like definitely. it's really good to invest in the photo shoot well this is it there has been an evolution from fearless and that tentative kind of dipping your toe into things and seeing how it would be received to now and if debut is last then it has the potential to for taylor to have all of the knowledge all the elements of the previous yeah. releases how they went and incorporate it into this final big kind of rounding off of the whole project honestly again i really do think it has a lot of potential to become really really like symbolic and and especially for our people who have been around since the beginning yeah it is such a like full circle moment but we, we shall see anyway so i suppose the next thing we can do is move towards the confirmed content the the tracks that will be on debut taylor's version taylor swift taylor's version which is such a, a funny name to it yeah i need to get around to realizing that it's not called debut i know like, i've so internalized I think that, I think it so much <laughs> yeah like i just don't call it anything else like i just don't call it taylor swift or like taylor swift taylor's version like what i just i just call it debut taylor's like all debut so um so yeah I, I need to maybe get out of that and start calling it Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor's version. It's a bit of a PSTV. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we know that they probably have, you know, the 11 original songs and the three deluxe songs from the original album. So that includes Tim McGraw, Picture to Burn, Teardrops on My Guitar, A Place in This World, Cold as You, The Outside, Tied Together with a Smile, Stay Beautiful, Should Have Said No, Mary's Song, Oh My My My, Our Song. And then we have the three deluxe songs edition ones which are i'm only me when i'm with you invisible and a perfectly good heart so again we already start off with you know 14 solid songs the original album and the extras that we got along the way and just while we're here is there a single song that you're the most excited to hear with mature vocals or mm. shall we say the taylor's version of it yes i think 
uh, it's not sound like a broken record. I won't bang on about it too much because I probably mentioned it a lot. Oh, I think I know. But Tim McGraw, yeah. <laughs> obviously, and then Tied Together with a Smile. I think I've always loved Tied Together with a Smile. I've always been excited about it. But since that era's tour performance mm-hmm. was so unbelievably gorgeous, it's made me want it even more. But yeah, Tim McGraw, I desperately want to hear with Taylor's vocal, uh, Taylor's um, more mature vocals. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are my two. What about you? Anyone that are kind of sticking out? Yes, cold as you. The original oh, track yes. five. I could have guessed that as well. The original tra- track five. The creator of track of track five. Put some respect on Colder's use name because she was there before anyone else. <laughs> but no, it is such a good <laughs> track five. It really is. Uh, the lyricism for like a 15, 16 year old girl to be producing. It's incredible. And to it's hear it, yeah. you know, with all of the emotion that Taylor now has lived through and all of the journey that she's been through to go back and record that one. Oh, I'm so excited for that one. There are a lot of good ones. Ones that are just going to be fun ones. So Even that, my R song will be yeah, so fun. Like yeah, I was going to say that one. Picture to burn. Yep. Yeah. I'm only me when I'm with you is also a very fun one, which I enjoyed the era's tour performance yes. of as well. Really, really like just bubbly song. Mary's song as well. I always forget how good Mary's song is. Yes. And also, Mary's song is kind of like the first song in the folklore world of it all right yes 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 so it is very like betty-esque debut is out here marking the you know like showing us the way for a lot of taylor's career Mm. that's why it's so interesting to go back you really see taylor's roots but also you can kind of see shining through some of the things the foreshadowings of things to come Mm. oh yes i'm excited i'm excited about this one so then i guess we move on to other content that could be on Taylor's version of Taylor Swift. And the next thing we have to discuss, obviously, is Beautiful Eyes content. Beautiful Eyes is Taylor's first EP. She made it very clear back in the day that it was not her second album. It was an EP. It came out in 2008, however, close to Fearless, but completely different thing, its own thing. And it didn't really give us much content. We only really got two new songs on it which were beautiful eyes yes. and by heart question mark. Yes, and I think Taylor was, as you said, and Taylor and Big Machine were, I think the lack of content was because they really, 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 really wanted to make it clear this was not a new album. No. They made it like Walmart exclusive as well, so it wasn't mm-hmm. even like widely, widely available, just so that it didn't kind of confuse the general public too much i don't think they really did very much if any promotion for it in terms of you know talk shows or anything like that just to keep it right it's very low-key yeah and exactly and even songs that i heart question mark was available on a best buy edition of debut like when you bought the cd you could like download it as a bonus track so for some people they'd already heard i do heart question mark anyway and taylor had done back in the day a couple um performances of beautiful Beautiful eyes that were you know on the internet already Technically, there so, was nothing. Yeah, for some, yeah, so for some hardcore fans, they'd already probably heard both of these songs if they, you know, went out their way to find them. So, yeah, it was very low-key. But I I would be very, very surprised if these two don't make debut Taylor's version. Oh, like, yeah, I agree. I have to be on there. Yeah, we're not going to get beautifulized Taylor's version. I don't think that isn't a thing that's going to happen. I think no. if these should be, in my opinion, these should be tacked on to the end. Be of, on debut. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think it's a bit like lots of people that were like, because obviously on red we have state of grace um deluxe and uh, not deluxe sorry acoustic. acoustic yeah on red deluxe on red deluxe i meant we have state of grace acoustic and obviously then that made it onto a taylor's version and then everyone was like well why aren't all the acoustic versions on speak now on there and it's like well they're very different. very different yeah. 
the State of Grace one was literally a, basically a totally different song. Yes. Whereas the acoustic versions on Speak Now were basically just, they just removed some of the, it's totally the same vocals, basically the same backing track, just they've taken off a couple of things to make mm-hmm. it a little bit more in quotation marks acoustic. And that's the same with the songs on Beautiful Eyes. Like the rock version where they just basically turned up the guitars a little bit or you know the radio version which yeah. was basically pitched to burn without the gay lyric and <laughs> then like an old then an acoustic version of teardrops on my guitar which again is just removing most of the instrumentation and just leaving the guitar so they're not really new versions they're just remixes exactly really. so they are not going to appear on anything a yeah. bit like the pop version of teardrops on my guitar that is not going to appear. Like it's totally pointless, really. No, who's listened to the pop version of Teardrops My Guitar? Yeah, it's no. awful. It it's, sounds really like bubbly. It's really weird. I don't like it. It makes complete um, so, sense. Yeah, it's just those two. Yeah, it makes complete sense. It's the reason why we have, for example, Forever and Always Piano, but we don't have, yeah. like you said, a random Speak Now, Back to December. Yeah, Back to whatever. December Acoustic, which is just slightly They're more com- violent. It's completely different. Less. Yeah, one yeah. is a remix yeah. and one is an actual complete different recording of complete different vocals. In the case of Beautiful Eyes, yeah, we'll, we'll if we get anything, which I, I do expect we will, I hope so anyway, because I, I really want I Heart oh, Question Mark. I love I oh, Heart yeah. Question Mark. Oh, yeah, I'd love, me too. That's one of my favourites. It was one 100%. of my first ever really, songs really, really that, that got me into Taylor back in the back, oh, no way back way. when. Yeah, I don't know why, because I was further towards fear. I was in the fear. We were in the fearless era when I was getting into Taylor, but mm. I don't know why I heart question mark somehow it popped up for me and I stuck out to you. Yep. Loved that one so much. So it's just a funny little song, isn't it? I, I really do want yeah, to hear it. Yeah, it is. Though. It's just, it is so funny. So yeah, I really, really want that one. That is... Um, to be fair, I'm 99.9% sure we'll get I agree. To it. I'd be very, very surprised if we don't. And if not, I think it would appear the as more, a kind of Yeah, sh- more debut or thing. something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And from one song that's close to my heart to another one that is close to yours, I think that this song, again, could be like perhaps included some something similar to how today was a fairy tale was for fearless or maybe something similar to how safe and sound was for red after the fact but crazier yes fingers 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 toes eyes balls (laughs) legs (laughs) arms everything everything crossed crossed. um because i want i want to hear taylor's modern vocals on crazier and i want a taylor's version of crazier but you know i i don't fingers fingers crossed obviously it was technically released during the fearless era yes but was written during very much during the debut yes. and i think that it would make it makes more sense on debut and yeah hopefully it's either a standard album track list i would like that because i'd like it to have an official home oh i know but if we do get it as a more a more track then that doesn't bother me at least we've got it as long as we get it yeah. in some shape size form yeah like sweet and fiction even if it's like a vinyl it's still there exclusive. yeah at some point she's yeah, there somewhere at some point world. it will come on to streaming yeah yeah they always come on streaming at some point it might take six months to a year but taylor will make sure it goes in there because she will want more money out of it you know what i mean like it will go on there don't you at worry. some point we'll get it on on streaming like we have yeah well just today while we're recording this we have got you're losing me finally so you know yes we, after we, god knows how long good things come to those who wait they say so yes exactly. hopefully crazier is included in that somehow some way i do hope that it's included as today was a fairy tale was for fearless me too, i do because yeah, i, I liked track, today yeah. was a fairy tale on fearless and i would have been completely happy and, and 
and content with um, Eyes Open and Safe and Sound being on Red, although Red was such a long album already, perhaps that was also yeah. part, of, part of it. That would have been beefy, yeah. yeah. That album was already... Uh, you know a four course meal in itself exactly adding so. those as well might have been a bit much but yeah i think i'm glad that those also have a home as well so i guess now we move on to the big part right the part that everyone's waiting for yes the vault songs because this is that's all we have from the from the era so 17 right so we're on a yeah. good track length to be honest with you and then we move on to the potential vault songs so i guess we should start with the big the two big ones right these yes. two songs, a lot of people know them. They're basically almost released, but they're not. They're both yeah, unreleased, they technically. Yeah. But they're so known that it feels like they are released. So these two are Permanent Marker and I'd Lie. Iconic, really. Two iconic songs from the fandom. Yes, and to be honest, I don't understand why these were ever left off. They're so fun. They like, should have been on debut. Uh, you know, they should have. They should have been on debut, or they should have been on... On Fearless. To be honest, they're, they're probably better than the song Beautiful Eyes. Like, Beautiful Eyes is a nice track, yes. but I much prefer these two over it. Like, I would have loved to have those two on there. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that completely. So, yeah, these songs, some people even believe them to be released, but technically they aren't. I don't know. I think these are the two big ones, but they both have a bit of bit of uh, problems should we say to overcome yes. in order to make it onto debut taylor's version so in the case of permanent marker firstly we have recently just recently talked about this song in our previous episode in which we discuss life changes of songs and in her performances she added basically the bridge which is what we we discussed in our last episode but we also said that in her performances she would always mention that this was a song that was about to be on her second album this was planned 100 percent planned to be on fearless and then it, it never appeared on fearless it got left out along yeah, the way got left out on platinum and then taylor's version so yeah no you know, permanent it was never in the kind of however then it was sold it was sold to a singer called mary sarah and it appeared on her debut album crazy good back in 2010 the version that appears is the version with no bridge and now mm -hmm. this is why people aren't quite sure whether we'll get a taylor's version of it or not because it was sold to a different artist however we have the case of better man for example where Taylor mm -hmm. sold that song off to Little Big Town, yeah. and then she still made her Taylor's version of it. I don't know. And obviously. even Babe, and even, even though, Babe, even though Taylor was featured, that was um, it was technically not her song. Yeah, technically not her song either. So yeah, I I think that that shouldn't be a problem. Realistically, the only reason she's actually able to even re-record these songs is because she wrote them, and obviously she has writer credits. Yeah. So yeah, she definitely. I I I would be amazed if she didn't have some sort of ownership over it so I, I would be very surprised but I, as we said in our last last episode if she does re-record it fingers fingers crossed that it ends up on debut because i would love 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 to have this i'm praying for that bridge oh yeah it's we weird that, that little bridge it didn't end up on it's weird that the bridge wasn't given to mary sarah no. considering in 2007 that bridge was a thing and then that song was sold in 2010 it is so, interesting yeah 2010 is also really far down the way Late. if you think about yeah, it yeah to like pull that back out yeah like we're, Taylor's we're in like speak now speak now mm. yeah that is very interesting also it's not mary sarah's version isn't widely available so it's no, not it's like very it's, hard to find yeah it's not like it's extremely like oh my god it's gonna be extremely controversial if she re-records it she's gonna be taking money away from yeah. no it's nothing like that so yeah i do hope that behind the scenes the things are available for her to re-record it although i did see a lot mm. of people discussing that if she isn't available 
if she can't re-record it, it's okay because we have got a lot of versions of it anyway. How do you yeah. feel about that? I don't know. I still want it to have a home. Personally. I just want it. Yeah, I want it. I, I want it. I just, I think it's a really good, I think it would be really good for debut. Um, and I think lots of people would like it. It's quite fun. It's quite catchy. Um, it's country in a way that isn't like sickly and isn't like also horridly country. It's just fun country. And I think that it's very much like, I think also that pe- people would like it. It's very kind of Olivia Rodrigo in the kind of like, you know, teenage angst way mm. that's very popular at the moment. So I, I think it would be popular and I think it would do really well. And I, I just, fingers crossed, I've always loved this song. I just, I think it's so fun. Like, please, I really want it on it's there. It's a classic debut Taylor song, I have to say. Mm, like, it's very Exactly, like the sassy. Era, feel this, yeah. yeah. They're moving fingers on crossed. from Permanent Marker to I'd Lie. Again, another one that I absolutely adore. And the problem yes. with I'd Lie is that, firstly, a lot of people mistake it for being released because a lot of people, there was some false information on Wikipedia, I believe it started, that claimed that I'd Lie was the song that you got as their deluxe digital download from Best Buy when it was actually I Heart Question Mark. And because we have versions of I'd Lie that are such kind of like, in quotation, high quality, people, yeah. a lot of people do think it is a release song. However, technically, there is no official release. Although she has performed it, like you said, thousands of times like during that era she did yeah. perform it quite a lot on big big things like billboard right billboard live in 2006 yeah, she performed it on billboard live mm. yeah so and gac shortcuts as well she performed it so yeah it's it is why and those are still on youtube you can still go and watch yeah. those now yeah so the problem with i'd lie though is that it apparently sounds much like other songs i've heard a lot of people comparing it to various songs but especially the chorus being similar to a saving jane song mm. i mean obviously this could be overcome in different ways firstly taylor could change it up a little bit so that the melody isn't exactly the same or that similar secondly taylor could give them some writing credits if she thought that that was worth it i'm not sure but i don't know i really do want it <laughs> i know that that's Me too. maybe it's a lot I, of bother I to go I'd to lie. but i love it yeah yeah, I'd love I'd like, and Taylor has given credits to a couple. Oh, of when people. she sampled, um, yeah, yeah. Even even recent, yeah, because even as recently as London Boy, Taylor's given credits where they've kind of slightly interpolated a song a bit, and it sounds similar. Mm-hmm. Um, for and yeah, that was on London Boy. So, I uh, you know, it, and obviously, look what you made me do as well yeah. with Bright Said Fred. So there is a potential that I think she could. Either way, I do hope we get both of these songs because they are the, like, the big ones. And I know some people say because they're the big ones and we've already got like good quality of them, why would we want another one? But I just feel like they're so, in my mind, they're so encrusted and, you know, like part of the debut era. I just want them to be confirmed to mm. be debut the era. Only thing, mm. The only thing that does concern me is the two big boys from Speak Now weren't included drama queen in battle this is true or let's go this is true but those were because those were because of other reasons though that obviously they weren't solo rights and the whole intention of speak now right. was a solo right that is true again so you know whereas debut isn't a solo right at all so that wouldn't be a problem so fingers fingers crossed that nothing else should hopefully stand in the way but yeah that that is the only concern is that the two big ones like battle is like a big unreleased song yeah um, and that didn't, make, didn't it. make it no so both of these songs were featured on the mirror track list and for long-term listeners you guys know what that is but if you don't know what it is basically back in the day taylor posted a selfie of herself in a mirror and she had the track list for what was going to be her second album back then fearless and in that track list she included songs 
such as Permanent Marker, Tell Me Why, I'd Lie, Fearless, Dark Blue Tennessee, Sparks Fly, and The One Thing. Now, since then, we know that Tell Me Why and Fearless made it onto Fearless, obviously. Sparks Fly eventually made it onto Speak Now. The One Thing eventually made it onto Fearless Vault, reworked and renamed as Bye Bye Baby. So what we have left are Permanent Marker, I'd Lie, which we've discussed, and then we have Dark Blue Tennessee. I'm so gutted it got cut from Fearless in the first place. Yes, yes, I'm ashamed as well. And that that tentative Fearless second album tracklist, whatever you call it, the mirror tracklist, is so bizarre because the fact that you see where different stuff's ended up, yeah, where everything's ended up or hasn't ended up is just so, so interesting. weird. But Dark Blue, Dark Blue Tennessee is a really good song. Very lyrical, very storyteller, very country in that sense in terms of storytelling. But I believe that Robert Ellis Oral himself, who Taylor co-wrote that song with, said that basically one of the reasons was the label kind of suggested that maybe it was a little bit too intense and a bit dark because mm. the song kind of hints towards... Um, potentially a suicide that obviously maybe is a little bit heavy to put on your debut album especially when taylor was branded as this kind of like all-american sweetheart right. blonde girl with yeah. curly lock you know what i mean singing just like fun little love songs about being a teenager yeah that would be a bit and then the audience that then they were then appealing to maybe would be like whoa that's a bit of a heavy song mm. um at that time but obviously now that wouldn't be a problem no, you know like things have completely changed so, since then like obviously folklore exactly. and evermore especially have opened her up to being able to write about so many different things and we mm. have seen many themes and topics explored ever since that have been quite deep as well so yeah maybe now is it's time to shine exactly so i would really like that because that's really strong lyrically and it's just a very good it song is. in itself um so i would i really really hope yeah we get permanent marker i'd lie dark blue mm. um and hopefully we get the because there's two versions of dark blue that are out there's like a piano and just like a standard studio yeah i'd really like the studio version i much prefer oh i agree yeah, yeah, yeah. i agree i agree i, I like a little so, bit more um, going on that yeah yeah so fingers crossed we get that one um and then yeah obviously sparks fly and the one thing uh, we have got in fearless well and then speak now so that would finally complete the mirror track list it would. and it would mean that everything on the mirror track list would so- end up somewhere oh isn't that yeah. nice really to in think. the end that they all found a home somewhere all in different places they all were supposed to be together but they all got split up a bit wow at least they all found a home somewhere that would be nice so if we base ourselves out off of the other taylor's versions they've all been a little bit different fearless and speak now obviously have six vault songs 1989 has the least amount of vault songs it only has five and then red had a total of nine if we include all two old uh, 10 minute version which wow that's what an extensive album that was to sit down and oh, listen yeah. to, I have to say. I, I'm, I'll never forget that. Listening to that album was like, I remember getting to finishing Red Deluxe and being like, oh my God, I've literally got a whole other, another album. Yeah, another so hour. It's like a whole other With 10 album minutes to go. at the like, end. Exactly. Not complaining. Like, Not complaining. It was hefty. <laughs> oh no, far from it. The quality of the Red Vault is on another level, but, but yeah, it, it's got a hefty old vault. And I think that debut potentially might, be quite similar in its I agree and that's where I was going with this I think debut I mean I hope debut has a big vault I do Mm. because I think that it could be one of the reasons to pull people into this album yes yeah that's exactly what I was gonna say 
And I might even see it as kind of like a double album kind of thing. Not like two separate albums, but like a whole B-side to the album. The volume of, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, because yeah, Debut is quite a short album, to be honest with you. I mean, its original version only had 11 tracks. I could easily see 11 Vault songs. I mean, we know that the, the songs are there, let's just say that, because there are so many. Oh, there's enough. There's oh, yeah, so 100%. many from... Even when you think of the ones that we've just said we really want, like Permanent Marker, I'd Lie, Dark Blue, that's mm. three already. That's already three. Before we even get into the other hundred and God knows exactly. how many. I mean, if you, you know, look at those lists. That are of quality. It goes on and on. Obviously, there's a few that we don't have access to, we know the name of, but it hasn't been widely circulated as of yet, or is it available, but there are a lot that have been leaked already and one way or another they make their way out into the world and those are the ones that we're kind of going to discuss because obviously because we do know of them songs we can kind of talk a bit more about them and why or why not we would like to see them so yeah like you said three positions have already been taken up but there is a potential for, to be another like who knows six is the maximum yeah. right to make up nine to be like in a similar length to red even though red is longer than debut so it would still have more space on it. But anyway, mm. if we think of it like that, there's a lot of potential. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of potential for, for Taylor Swift Taylor's version. <laughs> and one thing I do think that, just to quickly mention these songs, because I think we always have to mention them because then you never know. Like with the 1989 version, we talked about Diane Warren and here she is. Yeah. So I Sweeter think... Sweeter Than Fiction. Yep. I Blood Taylor's version with exactly. Kendrick. And there they are. So even though we do clown sometimes and um, maybe get a bit too <laughs> excited, I think some songs to mention that are of interest to me are the ones that were mentioned in The Lover Diaries. So in The Lover Diaries, there's a lot of content to go through a lot of lyrics which we love and a lot of little mentions to songs that maybe i've just written this song or here's a little excerpt from this song from 2004 to 6 and nothing new was included like this and it was the first time like we actually got a proper lyric from it and everything and, and got to know of that song and then eventually obviously we have the whole thing so these mm -hmm. are the ones that have been mentioned in the lover diaries and to keep in mind a Little More Like You, I Used to Fly, Kid in the Crowd, and Same Girl. From those, I have a feeling about Kid in the Crowd. I think it's going to make it. Really? I do, yeah. It, I mean, it recently did. It has become, it has gone into circulation. It's been leaked, basically, because there was a, de a demo CD that was bought by someone on eBay. And then, and then it got released into the world for thousands of dollars it was bought for by the way so that, that's crazy to I see know. how these things happen Nuts. but anyway so it has been released into the world and if you give it a listen i think it would just be such a nice little touch for debut then the messaging of like a, a kid watching a concert especially with the era's tour in mind someone watching yeah. a concert someone singing to you and then connecting to someone in the crowd a kid in this case it reminds me a lot of the 22 hat moment when she gives her hat yes. to this little oh, child usually yes. or a younger fan and the connection that they feel it's kind of that is the story being told in that song so yeah. i do think yeah. it could find its place as part of this yes that is very sweet that is very sweet i think yeah that, that would be quite nice but yeah, just some just some of the the ones that maybe we should keep in mind going forward. However, I don't think they're the big ones. Should we say the fan favorites no, of the unreleased no. songs? Right? They're not like the the names that you hear 
as you become familiar with this group of songs. I think another group of songs that we have to mention here are the ones co-written by Robert Ellis Oral, who was a big collaborator of Taylor's back in the debut era. Really, really cool songs that were written with him have made it to the light of day, for example, Crazier, which I know is one of your favorites. So how okay. do you feel about other unreleased songs that we basically have heard from their co-writing together? What do you say? Just South of Knowing Why, Need You Now. How do you feel about those? I really like what do you say to fair. It's very country, like hey, hey, what do you say? It's like we go <laughs> it walk. Like I it don't is. know, I don't know. Like I feel like if Taylor just did it in a very fun way, I don't, I just don't know how it'd be received because it's just it so is. ridiculous and so country. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, like and I think just self of knowing why. I, like I like it. It's not one of my favorites. I think but it's I, quite I, a I popular one though within like the yeah. unreleased community. I, yeah, I do it's like believe it's one that's oh, oh no, like yeah. I don't know. I, I like it. It's all right, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like I need. I need okay. a famous version of it. You know. Okay. And need you now is kind of the same as well. Yeah, but I do quite like what do you say. I quite like the kind of country. Okay, so that's the one you would be like so, betting on, basically. Out of those three, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Out of those out three, those I three, think definitely. mine probably would be just south of knowing why. I don't know. I, I just like mm. the little, the name of it is even very poetic, I think. Yes, it is, to be fair. And obviously about driving. Exactly. You know, yeah. 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 I it don't know. It is very. It's poetic. a sweet little one, I think. Then we have a group of songs that were very much performed by Taylor a lot during her first few years. And I mean, like, they're basically available because people you know heard them at, at different concerts that she would hold at different mm. for example the guitar convention back in 2005 she performed yes some of these songs on so you know they're really really old songs and just interesting ones from around that time that or she would talk about quite a lot or fans from that era really have kind of like a connection to shall we say these include songs like songs about you your face you're anything and lucky you out of this group my choice of my favorite is probably going to be a bit strange and, and random i want mm. your anything i do oh i don't know you don't that's like? the one where she's like i'll be i'll be my, the angel it's really weird she needs to rework it yeah a little bit, i do think yeah it the would verses need to, yeah. are so different to the chorus where she just kind of like suddenly yeah. changes and goes really much faster yeah it's the one yeah. that's like yeah i could be your anything basically is is the chorus yeah i, I quite like songs about you like i'll keep writing Burning songs, songs about, about you, you. Like, yeah <laughs> like it's a bit again it's i feel like I don't know. I like that one as well, These ones aren't my favorite. Your face is all right. Like, she just says she keeps seeing your face everywhere. Now, that Um, one, I'm not so keen on. mm, That's what I mean. And Lucky You, Lucky You is like, it's fun. And obviously, it's kind of the first song that Taylor ever wrote. Mm. And, you know, but again, like, all the lyricism is rough on that one. (laughs) You know, that you can tell it's a 13-year-old. I do think... that the interesting thing is also going to be it? the potential reworks that some of these songs get. Because we know that... Yes, that's what I was going to say. Look at Fearless. Yeah. Look at Fearless Vault. It wasn't yeah. like a big thing and most of the original content was there. In some cases, it was the exact same song. But for example, we obviously have to point out the one thing slash Bye Bye Baby is now Baby. officially Bye Bye Baby. Even That's When? Even That's, that's When, when it was completely changed. very up. different to the Keith Urban yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. Very, very different. So, so potentially. All Over Me is identical to be fair than the Marin, really. Yeah, we were happy. Um, so, and, and We Were Happy is pretty similar. Other, yeah. other than We Were Happy was a bit more folklore ever morefied than the. Oh, in production terms, definitely. Uh, li- yeah. But lyrically. Production. So I feel, I feel like 
I wouldn't be mad if she reworked some of the lyrics on debut because some of them are a bit clunky. Oh yeah, I agree. And like I said, some of the metaphors for your anything. I I do like the chorus, the verses. Ah, You can you can do whatever with Mm. that, Taylor. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If she changes changes it up a little bit, I, I do think it's a sweet little song. It's the original Mirable, in my opinion, but less yes, like, yeah, depressing. It is a bit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, less metaphorical. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I guess the last thing we can do as for unreleased songs that are widely available is kind of just go through any anyone from that long list <laughs> that you can think of, Cameron, <laughs> that you would enjoy listening, you know, updated now uh, which ones mm. would you like to see from the vault that we know of released from that vault i think i don't know if i've ever really said it on the podcast i know mm-hmm. if you follow me over on my taylor account you'll probably know because i post about it a lot but by the way it's literally i'm not even getting one of my favorite it is the most gorgeous oh. it's, it's like don't you it's like it's just like don't you but way better um oh, it should have been on the fearless lot i think and by the way for me it's just I just love that song so much. It's so like heartbreaking of basically like bumping into your ex and being like, by the way, your eyes are dancing. It it looks like basically it's like, by the way you're acting, it looks like you're over me and it actually looks like you're in a better situation. And then yeah. and from the the narrator is kind of like, by the way, my number's still the same if you ever want to reach out. Like it's so heartbreaking. And it is I would not want her to touch it ly- lyrically. Like I wouldn't want it reworked. I love it as is. Oh, so I do think way, it is I would... good enough to be mm. to, to to stay. Me too. How it is? Yes. To be honest with you, I do agree. Yes. With that. Yeah, I, I don't think it needs reworking. So, by the way, I really, really, really want an R E V E N G. That song is yes. so fun. It's like better than Revenge's That's little sister. That is a little, little less slut shamey. You know. Yep. Um, yep. It's just definitely. so, and it's not, and it's not really slut shamey. It's making the fun of your ex, being like, "I'm going to date all your best friends because they like me anyway." Well, honestly, I'm trash your car. If you, whenever this happens, whenever we get to it, I'm sure that if mm. R E V E N G E was to make it onto Taylor Swift Taylor's version, the reason that we would kind of get to why it was left off originally is because picture to burn is right there yes what 100 like picture to burn and rovng are literally like twins (laughs) so which is a bit worrying is yes it is a bit worrying and also now obviously with a song like better than revenge i'm not sure if maybe it might be slightly confusing having Mm. a song called rovng and then better than revenge but again Um, potential name change we never know yes it could be changed yes so by the way, RVNG is some of my like all-time favorites. Some other ones I really love is Better Off, which is basically like about it's about like the narrator, say Taylor, dating this guy that's like a little bit rough. None of her mm. friends are really very keen, and they're like, "You're better off without him." But she still sticks with him. He's got like a beat-up car, you know. What I mean, I just love the, how kind of like just stupid it is. I also love Diary of Me. <gasps> yes, like, yes, the, yes, you know, yes. The bridge where it's like my man's an ocean, like swimming through the ocean. It's just so like. Again, yes. the lyricism's a bit clunky, but like Dire Me, one of my favorite lyrics is um t-shirt, blue jean, mood ring kind mood of girl. Ring. Like it's just it, it's just so funny. I love it. So I would love I would love Dire Me. That's also one of my faves. I Agreed. love unreleased songs. Like I just ah Closest to a Cowboy. Closest to a Cowboy. We forgot so about Closest to a Cowboy. Good. Yes. There are a lot of Closest big names to a Cowboy actually is so, here. Yeah. Um Long Time Coming, I quite like. Uh, as well it's okay. a bit it's a bit older but that's fun i also do like taylor's i know this isn't maybe everyone's favorite but mm. i quite like the song my cure where it's basically like the, the it's like her saying that you know that, that the person she's loved with is like 
their cure, they'll save her, which maybe isn't, I don't know, the best thing. Or never mind. Oh, there's so many. I can't. I, there there's are so many. Many more than. Like, I just love them all. If you deep dive into is it, is this like, really happening? So much. There's so mm. much. This is really happening. That's one of my faves. Oh, there's so many. <gasps> I know what I know. That one. That is so like sassy again, like where it's like, I know what I know. And like, she's cheap and she's got like, and she smells of like cigarettes or oh whatever. My God. Like, oh, I love it. So, yeah, th- they're some of my faves, but I could be here all day. What about you? What's some of the ones that you really want? Okay, so I am not as in depth with these things as you are. I can see you are an unreleased love. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, i love i love when i was like 12 i suddenly discovered the world of unreleased songs yeah it is a like world unto itself deep it really yeah, is yeah, yeah. it's it I is a mission problem... and it takes a long time to get through oh yeah my, my problem with unreleased songs is that once i heard them i didn't want to revisit a lot of them just because of yes the quality a lot are, mm, or yeah. just like the dodgy Sometimes lyrics the, the, the dodgy voice yeah. yeah and it was just like yeah. do i really want to go back to this when we have so much other content that is right there that and pretty good quality. Yeah. yeah so my problem with that that is why i'm more of a basic person when it comes to unreleased and i can <laughs> kind of go i can definitely agree with you with a lot of choices that you have made there and also ones that we have already mentioned like yourself of knowing why uh yes. like uh you're anything which dark is a bit blue tennessee rogue. dark blue tennessee obviously yes mm. um and then i guess all night diner we have we mentioned yet yes. i think yeah no so, we haven't yet oh so i think that definitely definitely not needs to Strong be uh, yeah i think so it's a very I think for a lot of people it's a favorite it's something that was left off but it could stand up against the rest of this body of work oh yeah sweet tea and god's graces yes yeah yes where she's like jesus yeah oh i love that one it's that very one's... debut again like it stands oh, up it, so it has good. the themes of debut it has like the the storytelling of debut i like that oh ten dollars in a six pack is another popular one yes. i guess yes yeah till brad the hit comes oh, along uh, what's your opinion on that one because i'm not the biggest fan that no I, love that one. I know it's another big one that a lot of people love but personally not my fave i gotta say yeah another two that i also want to mention that i love 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 is what to wear which i think just has a really fun like kind of chorus about like what you're gonna wear for a date and i also love tell me like oh, it's like could you tell me and the what's it bridge is so cool like she like goes like oh love 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 those so there's too many to mention i think one day we'll oh, have God. to do like an unreleased episode and yeah. properly delve into these because it is just once you unlock the vault of the, it's like the Pandora's box, isn't it? It, oh, it just goes on like, and there's so much going there's on. There's more and more and, and more there's various and more. Ve- versions of one. Versions. And, there's a, yeah. 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 You, like, I think even Crazy has about five different definitely you know, like one day versions. we need to go into this perhaps when debut taylor's version is coming up if that's something that you guys would like to hear about if it's something that maybe you haven't explored yourself you've got time from now until then <laughs> but uh, if not yeah. you can wait for us and we will at some point do a proper episode dedicated to exploring these songs and talking about you know the quality of what we have the the versions of what we have why we don't have the ones that we don't have and what they could be about things like that so let us know but yeah it's very interesting and also going back to the couple that you've just mentioned taylor did like a a good lyric about clothes back in the day didn't she yes what to wear <laughs> diary me those jeans Timberwolf, she liked a bit of blue jeans yeah those, those jeans Made and a black a dress songs. yeah seem to be yeah a very popular thing but yeah fingers crossed we get some of those i i, I would just to be honest i would just be happy to have any of the kind of i mean it's it's quite fun getting them 
when you've the weirdest thing is like the it's like we were happy for me it's so yeah. weird because that's always been unreleased and like in my head will just I know. always be unreleased and, and then every that. so often i'll shuffle and i'm like what yeah like why has it got that cover why has it not got some dodgy blurry image of taylor swift <laughs> that i've like downloaded off some dodgy site and had to run through it's funny. You know, itunes and shovel my phone these these songs that have been out there for so so long obviously technically they're not out there and i know that some people mm. may not want to listen to these songs because of you know where they come from and what they are fair play that's absolutely fine to see them finally make it out into the world will be very very interesting but there could be something that happens which we haven't discussed which is we could get potentially a vault of songs that aren't that we've never heard of that have not been leaked that are completely completely unreleased and completely completely deep in the depths of that vault which would be very interesting i would like a combination of both things which is kind of like what we got for fearless so we can get some of the updated fan favorites of the unreleased yes, or even red really red, red red was yeah, a bit of a mix of kind of having babe right. better man and then some new ones here and there and and obviously all too well extended so yeah i i, I wouldn't mind to be fair to have ones we've never heard of that's exciting yeah that but i would exciting. be really sad if we didn't get didn't get some of the fan favorites especially permanent yeah. marker, i'd lie that's why Those i kind of, of selfishly really, really want. want it to be quite a long track i think we can get away yes with it. yeah so and like you said i think yeah. it'd be a good selling point Oh, definitely. And especially for those very, very early fans that maybe are, because there is a big community of just solely like people who really, really enjoy only her country music and then really, really yeah. have deep dived into the unreleased list that, you know, goes on World, yeah. and on. I think there's probably over 100 for sure. I'm not sure if it goes to over 200, oh, but with the different editions yeah, and versions, it probably could. Oh, yeah, it's there's a lot, and 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 you know these are just the ones we know. That's it's it. endless, endless. Well, then we have eras and stuff. A lot of names of songs that we've come to find out or figure out somewhere along the way, but we haven't ever received them. So there's songs like, for example, we have names that have been floated about for a long time, like "Acting Like a Boy," "Anymore," mm-hmm. "Goodbye Butterfly," "His Lies," "Pretty Words," "This One's Different," "Too Beautiful," "Wildflower," and that's just to name a few. And I think we should end off with one of the most. It's one of the most mythologized and, like you said, intriguing songs of the fandom which is Nashville. So Nashville is interesting because like the ones that I've just named, it isn't widely available. However, the Inner Circle supposedly do have it. From there, it hasn't been released yet. Although it's funny to see how all of these songs that the Inner Circle, which for anyone who doesn't know or hasn't heard us speak about them before, basically were a group of people that were very, very careful with the songs that they received. They obviously money must have been exchanged back in the day trades must have been made Mm -hmm. and they were able to acquire taylor swift's unreleased music that they then basically gate kept however they had a website in which they would basically describe some of these songs and that is why we knew the descriptions of songs like need and all of the girls before we eventually got for example all of the girls you loved before so it's interesting to see when they did have the website up and running they no longer have a website really it's just steve Um, that was left to tend to it all and I think that during the folklore era things perhaps got a bit dodgy for the inner circle yes because he kind of revealed a bit too much about folklore Mm -hmm. before yeah anyone really knew and then it all went down I think he was maybe 
given a strict warning from Taylor's mm. team that they meant stop. And yeah, it seems like everything's kind of gone down. And since then, so much has leaked. I remember the Batman yes. demo that they were so careful about and was the you know creme de la creme that came forever out. winter we obviously had knee forever winter i bet you think about me obviously then got released as yeah. you know tailored so that isn't you know as valuable they obviously have the castles cumbling demo but again we've got the taylor's version now so yep. again not as valuable and obviously all of the girls you loved before the taylor's officially released now and yep, need is still technically unreleased so there's there's so many the list goes on and on but yeah they're not exactly it's very gatekeepy it's very i'm better than you are not anything that we support um so i'm more than happy when all their stuff gets released and he you know their little empire crumbles because i think what share it with fans like everyone deserves to hear these stuff or don't um, go looking for them you know, at all have the choice like why it. do we yeah exactly i mean it's a bit dodgy in itself the whole it's dodgy yes yeah it's just exactly. a weird thing to I don't know, it's just a weird situation, isn't it? But anyway, either way, as time goes on, some of these songs have reached the light of day, but one of the songs, like we were saying, that is the most mythologizing, the most kind of like iconic within it all is Nashville. And I think it's solely because of the description that was given of this song. And that description basically states that the lyrics, music, vocals, song structure and storyline all combine to create what I consider to be the best song Taylor has ever written. This is what was written on the, the website originally. Out of both her unreleased and released songs this is the holy grail of all unreleased taylor swift songs and the only song i've ever listened to on repeat for one hour straight with a midnight setting we find out what it is that taylor loves most about nashville the thing that annoys me is he never really tells you what it's about no and also it's like i don't know why you know i would love to be proven wrong and if this does have a taylor's version i would love to be proven wrong and see whether it is the best song that taylor's ever written but i just can't Mm. imagine that song written in 2005 is that unbelievable like i love by the way i think it's gorgeous i think it's incredible but Mm. i'm not going to turn around and be like oh my god this is the best song because it's just not you know it's It's just like what a strange thing to say isn't it again i think this has a lot to do with what you mentioned like a superior a superiority complex or something within mm. like the family like, i'm a better fan for listening to more music or to finding these yeah. things no so good for you it really doesn't <laughs> get your head out your ass you, you know like what i mean what like, you like and you enjoy what you enjoy and that's that yeah and i don't know it's just such a strange thing but i think because of that description and because then there were a few lyrics that were rumored to be of this song also this song is interesting because there she did perform it live, apparently, according to Setlist FM. Although Setlist FM is not 100% real, sometimes they get things wrong, sometimes they report things a little bit dodgily, it can be edited. However, it is pretty, pretty good, pretty reliable on the whole. And apparently, she did perform it live once but no live recording has ever surfaced from that event. It is a piece of like lost yeah. media. <laughs> so that's why it's also become yes. like this big name out and of also, all of the songs. I think. I think also it kind of gets maybe slightly confused with the performance on the Speak Now World yes. Tour where Taylor performed a cover of a song called Nashville that is not this song. No. Um, so it just seems to have just, I think because it was so early on, you know, when the internet, you know, everything wasn't uploaded and recorded onto the internet that it just kind of maybe got lost and hasn't ended up in a pair of hands that is able, to, that is willing to share. I think because it is so sacred, it's been maybe locked down quite tightly. Um, it's just so strange. But, I really just want to hear it just to know if the hype was real or not. Like, is it exactly, exactly, is it really that good? exactly, or is it just going to be like a little? Mm. Okay, that was nice. That was fun. 
Yeah. yeah. So some of the rumored lyrics are, what about the girl you left in Nashville, the one who still loves you? I hope you come to find you were all I had in mind. You were everything I loved about Nashville. So there you go. I mean, it is quite poignant. Which isn't exactly, which isn't, yeah, it's, it's, that's a nice lyrics, but it's not exactly, you know, I mean, life-changing, yeah. is it? <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 what can it's we get lovely. From like, I, I think oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, definitely. It's, but it's quite not... poetic. And I like the idea yeah. of, I especially like that last part, like you were everything I loved about Nashville. It is a it's yeah. very, that is a very, very deep kind of sweet lyric. But I don't know. Will we get it? Won't Hopefully we get, we get that. Hopefully. I would, I would, very, if it is that amazing, then I'm sure Taylor would want to include it. Yeah. So this so, is just one of see. the few songs that the Inner Circle did have for a while that no one else has, basically, that aren't in circulation. There are a few more if you would like us again to talk about those songs as we explore the unreleased side of the world of Taylor Swift, then let us know because we can do that at some point in the future. Perhaps, like we said, when debut Taylor's version is just around the corner. Or even let us know your favourite songs um unreleased songs that you want to hear on debut because i'm sure there's hundreds that we've forgotten about missed yeah um or ones that also we're a big fan of because it, when i was reeling them off i was like oh that one that one that one that one because there's just so many i love them all but yeah that i'm really looking forward to this and i think the thing that i'm also looking forward to is collaborators right i know there that you so... have a few in mind right yes yes there's so many like i generally think that this one as we kind of said with collaborators obviously 1989 didn't have any so we're working mm -hmm. off of speak now fearless and red yeah and it seemed like with red and fearless there was a precedent set that it was almost like um an artist almost from the time or one that was or and an artist that was either similar in vain or a similar stage in their career or just a similar genre so with fearless obviously it was keith urban taylor toured with keith urban during that fearless era or late debut early fearless and then Marin morris who's obviously a big female country star just like taylor was during the fearless era and then obviously with Red, we kind of had Ed Sheeran, who's around at the time, and also Phoebe Bridges, that is, again, a kind of up-and-coming female, well, not up-and-coming, she's pretty bloody big, <laughs> um, female artist that, you know, and that song was a kind of about that and for younger female artists, so mm -hmm. matched for Nothing New. And obviously Chris Stapleton, who's a country artist, who kind of matched some of the vibes of Red. And then Speak Now was a little different, to be fair. Because was it Hayley Williams would have been the person around the time because she literally performed with Taylor. They're obviously best friends. They became friends around the Speak Now era, late Fearless, early Speak Now. And then we obviously had Fallout Boy, who I think kind of matched the vibe of some of the more like punk, poppy, rock songs on Speak Now. Oh, yeah, so I guess yeah. then with debut, we're looking at. I would be amazed if there was if there was like pop artists on there. I'm no. hoping for all country artists. I agree as with it is you. I think it, we're going full country for we have to yes right we have to go full country exactly for yeah it would make so much sense so i think the ones for me that i would really love is tim mcgraw yep. taylor literally toured with tim mcgraw tim mcgraw was like an integral part of the debut era and it's obviously just newer fans so iconic come on now tim mcgraw is yeah, literally exactly. a song and then to have like the last song, song exactly tim mcgraw oh perfect tim mcgraw exactly and obviously taylor brought tim and faith out on the reputation stadium tour and sang tim mcgraw Taylor's brought Tim out uh, on the Speak Now World Tour as well. She obviously got a song with him. Uh, what's it? Highway, Don't Care. Yep. And also, I don't think maybe newer fans or non-country fans realise how big 
Tim McGraw words like and is he is a massive country singer and for Taylor was it was a very very clever marketing thing to call your song Tim McGraw and get the attention of Tim McGraw fans for like oh what's this song about you know one of the biggest country artists obviously Taylor is now bigger than Tim McGraw Probably but enough, at the time yeah. he was you know as big as they get in the country world so I would love him to be on there I'd also love Kelsey I love Kelsey she's an incredible artist big fan of Taylor she's also a very mm-hmm. close friend of Taylor's. So I think she would work perfectly on the vault. And also, um, I think that like maybe some influences as well, because Kelsey would be like the newer kind of country artist. Yeah. Tim McGraw would be around the time. But I also think maybe someone like Shania Twain, who Taylor Agreed. is a big fan of, has also done a TikTok about. Yeah, yeah. that's who um, I want. That's for sure. So, yeah. so that would be fun. And she'd be fun on something like What to Wear or R-E-V-N-G-E, you know, like a kind of man, I feel like a woman kind of vibe. Yeah, like I was about to say, sassy, same like, thing. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, I, I do love Shania Twain and I do want her on debut yeah. tim so McGraw, faith hill i'm hoping for those faith hill yeah tim and faith um kelsey that would be kind of a dream come true for me there's so many country artists carrie yeah, underwood, carrie underwood i was really about good. to say yeah there are a lot of, um, of uh, casey i'd love casey, casey musgraves I don't know how that is oh, but you know i don't know how the, yeah that's, i don't think that's <laughs> yeah. gonna happen but <laughs> we can dream but, we can dream but you never know but yeah so there's so many people that would be really really good um to be honest with you kind of i'm really i completely agree with you if we have to like whittle this down to like a couple if we're basing ourselves off of other vaults although again red is the outlier it does something different as always for red <laughs> the favorite mm. child but um if we're gonna Take it down to two. I completely agree with you. Tim McGraw, just because, again, it's just the iconic thing of the moment. He is the person mm. on the song, and then he is the person literally on the song. That would be amazing. I would love that. Yeah. And yeah, Kelsey Ballerini, I want her as well. I have to say, yeah, because yeah. I don't know. They get along yeah. really well. She is basically... Kelsey's killing it at the moment. Yep. An, an incredible country artist who, in a way, has a lot of similarities to Taylor in the way that she writes. So diaristically, you know, so... More. yeah exactly so i think that could be a, a good collaboration i agree with you oh fingers crossed my little country heart can't wait for debut and what is in stall. i really hope that we get big old vault loads of collabs and i think this would help as well i think country fans are very very loyal um and they're very they are also uh very strict on what they deem as country there's obviously lots of problems within the country world but country fans are loyal and i think that hopefully they'll come back out for this release and especially if there's some big names on there i think people will definitely check it out but yeah i hope that we have some really cool features like kelsey tim shania would be cool faith hill so fingers crossed but the debut vault and what is to come i think lots of people are going to be very surprised by how cool the album is going to be and i think i think so yeah it's going to have a lot of surprises for this album i think i'm really excited i can't believe we've we've done them all there's no we've more vaults to explore no. we've done them all we've done 989 we've done fearless i'm not fearless sorry we've done speak now we've done reputation this is it yeah no more how's it's I've, it's sad really isn't it There's, it is a know, bit we're starting to come to the end it is a bit isn't it like all of that speculation i guess obviously when this episode goes out we've still got a long way to go because whenever tracklists do get yes. announced we dive back into what we got right what we got wrong what we know of the ones that are that are on the track list and then when it's eventually released of course going back and and asking ourselves why it was left out originally or any evolution that the song might have gone through etc so there's still a way for us to go but i agree with you it's kind of like 
that's it. That's all the vaults. Yeah. There's nothing more we can say. Obviously, unreleased music will always be interesting to dive into. That there, there's a lot of unreleased music, but most of it, if not all of it, ninety percent, should we say ninety five percent, even is just from the span of time between two thousand four to 2006 7 right it's just a yeah, lot of like, music yeah at least 100 songs she had so many de- demo albums so many songs that she would yeah. sing at different places so just yeah. to kind of get a name out there mm. so a very interesting part of the taylor swift world but not one that is really explored a lot so again no it's often overshadowed yeah I think. if you are a fan of these songs like cameron said let us know which songs have we missed out maybe that you would like to see included in in taylor swift taylor's version and how many how many vault songs do you think i'm feeling a hefty one i'm feeling me too seven minimum yeah I'm feeling like more like a nine kind of red kind of moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely hoping for Crazier. I'm definitely hoping for I'd Lie and Permanent Marker to be on there. I Heart mm-hmm, Question Mark. Mm-hmm. I want all of those basic basic ones and then a few really, really cool ones. And maybe even just a random song no one's ever heard of before. Like, that'd be so fun. Yeah. Stick it to the inner circle. A song called Debut. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who knows? Who knows? Have a title track, Debut, or a song called Taylor Swift. Yeah, mix it up change it up taylor but no we've now come to the end of this episode really hope that you enjoyed hearing all things debut and vault if you did then and you're watching over on youtube then make sure to give this video a like and subscribe to us if you're listening over on apple music or spotify then make sure um, you rate our podcast if you enjoyed this episode um if you'd like to keep up on all things swiftly spoken then follow us over on instagram our handle is at swiftly spoken podcast and until next time we'll speak soon Mm -hmm.